And welcome, everyone, to a new edition of ASME's podcast, ASME Today and Tomorrow. I'm Michael Cowan, ASME's Director of Strategic Communications, here with ASME's Executive Director, CEO, Tom Costabile. Hey, Tom. Good afternoon, Michael. Tom, as, as you and everyone in the ASME family knows, the ASME mission is at the heart of everything we do. Today, we're going to talk with two members of ASME's senior staff who are doing so much to ensure that ASME fulfills a key part of that mission, namely, serving diverse global communities by advancing, disseminating, and applying engineering knowledge for improving the quality of life. To be more specific, we're going to focus today on ASME's programs, as well as philanthropy at ASME. Here with us in the studio is Kathleen Lobb, ASME's Managing Director of Philanthropy. Kathleen also serves as Executive Director of the ASME Foundation, the philanthropic arm of ASME. Also with us here in the studio is Anand Situpathi, ASME's Managing Director of Programs. Kathleen and Anand, welcome to the program. Thank you. It's fantastic to be here. Great to be here. So before we get started, I want to ask Tom if he could just set the stage for us a little bit. Why did we want to have Kathleen and Anand join us today, Tom? Michael, great question once again. It's a very timely part to, to talk to two of my favorite co-workers. And from now on, I want you to think of Kathleen as she raises the money and Anand, he spends the money. And what are we going to raise and spend money on? Quality of engineering, STEM education. Just as you said, how do we promote engineering knowledge and at the same time, better the world that we live in? So I think what we should do is start out with a couple of questions. Anna, let's start with you. Tell me a little bit about what you've gotten planned with these new programs that we've been discussing. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, we're, we're really excited about uh, the lineup of programs that we have within ASME. Uh, you can really think about it spanning the entire spectrum from you know, sparking that very initial interest in engineering. And we have our uh, ASME Inspire program, which is a, a K-12 program largely targeting middle schools and largely targeting Title I middle schools, which are, which are in low-income middle schools in the United States. Uh, that program itself reaches over 100,000 kids every single year across all 50 U.S. states. And then as we move up the chain, we have a, a series of offerings such as scholarships, because we really want to make sure that everyone who's really passionate about mechanical engineering actually has the opportunity to go to school and pursue a degree in mechanical engineering. And then after they graduate from school, we, we offer a series of programs oriented around uh, you know, their journey as an early career engineer. I will forever remember you, Patty Joe Rosenthal, Charlotte Wise, and I attending an uh, Inspire event in, in Dallas. It was a great, great day. The, the amount of energy that came out of that, the, the two classrooms, you could light the city of Dallas. So I'm pleased with that. Kathleen, I want to say thank you for restructuring the foundation, bringing in the new group. The energy that I see across both our volunteers and staff is just tremendous. The hard part now is we've got to keep it going. So tell us a little bit about what you're going to do with that. Well, you provided a fantastic, succinct explanation of what my responsibility is. It's to raise money to grow these incredible programs that Anand has described. And we'll do that over time, not just within our own community in terms of our members and volunteers, but really looking beyond the ASME family, if you will, in terms of corporations and foundations and individual philanthropists who might uh, be interested in supporting this work. And I know that communicating out to the ASME universe is going to be such a critical piece of what we do just to make sure everyone knows the 
extraordinary progress that ASME brings about. I had an opportunity to go to my very first iShow, the Innovation Showcase, and watching you know, ASME members advise these young social entrepreneurs the really extraordinary examples of young people, you know, helping chicken farmers in Tanzania, where 70% of that population relies on that, you know, for additional income and to feed their families. There just are amazing things being done. And part of my job one is making sure that everybody in the ASME family knows about all of that. So Kathleen and Anand, thank you. That is, um, there is a lot of really fascinating, important, cool stuff going on that you both are leading. So that, that's just great. One of the other pieces of this all that's really interesting is how the two of you in your two areas are working together. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I would be happy to jump in. It is really an extraordinary partnership. I'm single, but I've had a lot of work husbands, as we used to call them in my old life. And Anand, you know, apologies to people who might hear this, but is absolutely the very best, you know, partner I have ever had in order to be able to convince people to donate money, you have to be able to talk about the impact of the programs. And Anand and his team have just been incredibly generous with their time, helping me understand that, learn it, see things in action. He also has just been an incredible resource, you know, interviewing candidates with me in terms of the team that we're building. It is truly um, really a wonderful partnership. I would just echo everything that Kathleen is saying and also add that, um, you know, as we have conversations with many of these corporations, foundations and large donors, we learn so much about what they value from a social impact perspective. And that doesn't necessarily mean that we'll change, you know, how we're going about social impact, but it helps us craft the narrative. It helps us highlight the right parts of our story so that it can really resonate with them. And I, I think that that's also been a tremendous new insight in this collaboration that we have together. Some of our listeners might not know that uh, both of you are relatively new to ASME, like me. Can you tell us a, little, a bit about your previous professional backgrounds and what drew you to ASME and where do you see us going? Sure, Tom, I'll, I'll start with that one. So prior to uh, joining ASME, I was actually working for J.P. Morgan Chase. And at J.P. Morgan Chase, I was a part of uh, a department there called Technology for Social Good. Uh, and my role there was really looking at, you know, how to leverage the bank's nearly 40,000 technology employees and the $10 billion they were spending annually on technology and thinking about, you know, how do we leverage all these great resources that the bank has in technology to better serve the communities the bank operates in all over the world. ASME is an organization that reaches over 150 countries, has over 100,000 members, has uh, tremendous sections and divisions. And I, I think the potential for social impact is absolutely enormous. And, and the role that we play in technology and the way that we could wield technology to have uh, massive social impact, I think, is absolutely enormous. And I, I'm really honored to be here to be a part of that transition. And, and I hope to basically leverage this network to have a huge positive impact on the world. Before joining ASME, I was with the Entertainment Industry Foundation for many years, and that's the collective philanthropy for the television and film businesses, essentially using the industry's resources for good. I was very privileged there to be one of the co-founders of EIF's largest initiative, which is called Stand Up to Cancer. 
that was launched 11 years ago and to date, you know, well over $800 million has been raised to support a very distinctive model of cancer research. Another element of that was the notion of scaling uh, these programs, raising the funds to do that. This is really kind of uh, a bit of a startup, if you will, in terms of establishing the philanthropy function and really rejuvenating the fundraising efforts of the foundation. Anam, you were kind of giving us a little bit of an overview before, and there really are just so many exciting efforts underway and others that are still in the planning stages. What are two of the three new things that are just really juicing you up? Uh, thanks, Michael. Yeah, we, we actually have a lot of great current programs that are already in flight, and we are really excited about uh, some of the new initiatives that we're, we're working on for the, the horizon. Uh, let me tell you about one of them, and it's a, it's a concept called the Career Advancement Center. What we really want to do with the Career Advancement Center is to really take own, more ownership of helping our young engineers build a very successful long-term career in mechanical engineering or multidisciplinary engineering. Something that I've, I've learned from a, a lot of discussions that I've had with a, a lot of uh, lifelong members of ASME has been that you know, their interaction with ASME started early in their careers. And what kept them with ASME were the networks, the opportunities, the education and learning that they got throughout their, their career. And so another major initiative that we're doing within programs is around uh, social return on investment. And so we're really looking at the impact that every single initiative or program within ASME has on society. And, and down the road, uh, we hope to be able to turn that into a series of visualized tools that you'll be able to go onto ASME's digital platforms and immediately explore whether it's against the UN Sustainable Development Goals and our progress against those, or whether it's a map of the world and the impact that we're having on different countries or different cities, or whether it's just by initiative area and the impact that we're having on specific verticals. So we're really looking to make that a lot more transparent and get everybody involved in terms of the social impact we're having and, and getting that message out there. Wow, Kathleen and Anand, this is so exciting. Thank you both for giving us an inside view of everything that's going on with ASME's programs and also with uh, ASME's philanthropy and the ASME Foundation. Before we sign off for the day, I, I, I want to go back to Tom and say, Tom, what were some of your key takeaways today? Michael, thanks again. It's a, it's a good question. You know, having worked closely with both Kathleen and Anand in the last few months, <clears throat> I, I didn't learn anything new today. All I learned is that the rate of what we're doing is a lot quicker. And I credit both of them for that. True professionals, a pleasure to deal with, and a subject that's near and dear to all of us. ASME is very successful because of its volunteers. These programs, the fundraising, will help us do more with and for our volunteers. I'm pleased, and I'm happy, and I'm excited, but I told them I won't get excited too soon. So, That wraps up another edition of ASME Today and Tomorrow. Thanks again to our guests, Kathleen Lobb and Anand Situpathy, for joining us. Thanks as well to Josh Olesker for serving as associate producer and for providing technical assistance. We've heard from many of you with suggestions for future topics and speakers, so Please keep it coming. Drop us a line at media at ASME.org. Thanks, as always, to ASME's Executive Director, CEO Tom Costabile, for joining us. Tom, thanks. Thank you, Michael. For ASME, I'm Michael Cowan, Director of Strategic Communications. Have a great day, everyone. Mm -hmm.